Hi everyone, this is Ksenia Muntan and welcome to another special episode of People of Marketing podcast. As you already know, we've just ended our first season and we're sharing some of the most inspiring and interesting subjects we debated during the season. Today, we'll go through some of the skills even the greatest marketers struggle with. Let's see. We're all different people, and sometimes it's hard to understand the reason behind the actions of the others. Rodrigo Samuel, CMO at ESL Gaming, presents his perspective about it. I think it's funny uh, that I, I always reacted very well to uh, unfairness. Uh, sort of, I was this kind of naive type of... Uh, idealistic. Uh, uh, maybe not idealistic, but at least trying to say whatever I do in a professional world, I'm doing it mm. in a positive way because I have objectives. I'm trying okay. to work with a team and, and I work in a positive way. And so I was, I, I really struggled in, early in my career with unfairness in the sense that, you know, some people sometimes have different agendas in the companies mm. and sometimes there are different objectives. Uh, sometimes people are not the, don't have the nicest day and actually a bit mean sometimes. So, and I was having trouble in, in, in dealing with that. It's not a dramatic thing, but then what I learned later is that actually the conversation needs to change. And I started to understand, and, and you know, this was one of my mentors that opened my eyes completely early in my career, was to, to think about why, why are, you know, is somebody else uh, making you feel that you're being treated unfairly? Try to understand the other side, try to understand mm. their motivations. And sometimes they are acting out of fear or uh, mistrust. And so sometimes uh, by understanding that you can have a conversation give feedback to that person and then solve the situation. That's what I've been uh, doing since then. It's still, I can say, it's still an area that I need to think about it every time a situation like that happens anytime. I react in a very unemotional um, uh, way now and really almost like control myself because I, I learn how to fight my own uh, uh, personality on that and uh, how to react. But it's, 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 it was an interesting journey and it's not something you learn and you do it, it's you practice it. You practice it and practice over years and years and then, and then you become better at handling your own yeah. uh, flawed personality. So. We already know this, but being a great professional doesn't automatically mean you're a great manager. Not by default, at least. Kenny Gold, Executive Director of Social at Grey Group, talked us through his steps to becoming a great leader. So I'm never complete. I don't think <laughs> yeah, I will never, ever. Never perfect. I, I, I will never be perfect. I will never be complete. Frankly, I'm far from it. But um, <laughs> I think one of the biggest myths is that being a manager is easy. Mm, yeah. Um, you know, there are soft skills from based on your personality that allow for you to be successful. I think learning how to be a manager is a hard skill that people really need to take seriously. And, you know, there are people in, in my career who took the time and energy to help me grow uh, as a manager. And I think about people like uh, Dan Bennett, who is Gray's worldwide chief innovation officer, uh, Gemma Craven, who was my manager at McCann and helped lead the social team at McCann and, and has always been a good mentor for me. These are people who taught me to really lead with empathy and take into consideration 
you know, the human side of our business. So every single day when I come in, I try to draw from, from that mentorship and, and use that to help grow the team that's, that works with me. Um, so every day, I just want to be a better manager, a better teammate, a better uh, citizen of this agency, uh, and, and a better extension for our clients. Itai Rahat from Warner Music talked about the importance of listening to others and staying away from assumptions. Um, like I said, it's not just about doing your job. You also need to understand communication strategy, to talk to the right people, to celebrate the right successes, to bring up the right challenges. Um, and that's something I, I, I realized at a certain point in my career, I really need to put time in and a certain time of my day, every day, uh, in order uh, to really achieve my, my goals at work. Um, the other things is maybe um, listening more. You know, yeah. there's, there's so much information and people um, have a lot to say and, and it's important to listen to them. Uh, you know, sometimes you come in as, oh, you're the solutions person, so you know how to do this or they're bringing you in to, to talk about the stuff and, and, and people do want to hear what you have to say, but it's also really important to listen to what other people have to say. And I, I'm definitely trying to get better in that. Um, I think that's an important skill. Uh, and then don't assume anything. So it's kind of like the same Oh, I thing. love this one. Yeah. I love, wanna, I love this with assumption. It's, it, yeah. yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> it's, uh, if you jump to assumptions, it's very easy. You think you know it, you think you've done it, you think you've seen it. And sometimes you're right. But yeah. there's often times where like you're completely off uh, or like, or people have something to say and you, you don't necessarily know what it will be or you don't know what, what's the right solution. So I think practicing a bit less assumptions and a bit more listening um, is, is good and it's something I'm trying to improve. Career growth usually comes with greater responsibilities. Elijah Ta from World Remit gives us tips and tricks about how he learned to prioritize his responsibilities. Um, I, I guess what I always struggle with is the tendency to jump into everything and try to be a, like an octopus, uh, right. trying to multitask and try to be involved with everything. And that's extremely uh, hard in growth, right? Because there's so many experiments out there and you're always curious as a, as, you know, as a growth marketer and you always want to try something, but you need to be you know, reasonable with how much you can do as a, as a one person. Yes, indeed. And uh, it's, it's something that I learned over time to try to curb or not to let it be a stumbling block, which yeah. uh, I think it's, uh, it takes experience and a bit of a learning curve to, to, to know how to manage this well, helping the business to be able to know when to prioritize instead of jumping into all different areas all at the, at the same time. So it's, uh, it's something that I'm still learning to improve all the time. Uh, but you know, sometimes it's out of the earnest to uh, do everything. You, you tend to put it on the back, back of your mind and then just jump straight into stuff. Next on the list is the renowned skill of discipline as a creative. Vivian Gonsalves, Emerging Brands Marketing Director at Coca-Cola says, Well, uh the other side of being creative is not being so disciplined, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's the stereotype. Is it true? <laughs> so yeah, at least it's the stereotype, right? Yeah. Uh, so let's say I never needed a lot of infrastructure to operate. 
Mm. Um, I, I love challenges in which I have a white piece of paper in front of me, right. a big ambition and set me free to do whatever um, I, I want to do. And then uh, I tend to operate better in this kind of environment. However, um, when you want to become a leader or when you want to um, manage better the context around you, when you are in a big corporation, um, it's a lot about processes right? and to follow the processes without losing your creative side, but also you have to somehow cope with the discipline needed. Um, and I remember that some parts of uh, some people working in my teams uh, as um, uh, even peers, they needed much more structure from my side and they gave me feedback like, Hey, look, I know that you operate pretty well like this, but I don't. Uh, and then mm. in order for me to become a better leader, um, I decided to start uh, becoming more disciplined uh, early in my career. Right. So in understanding that to be creative, discipline is also very good. It helps you a lot in terms of finding the right moment for you to be creative and the moment that you have to be just uh, very productive and that's it. Um, so for me, it was extremely important and, and I became uh, so disciplined <laughs> that some people right now, when they describe me, it's amazing. I, I always laugh about it because when they describe me, they always use the word discipline. <laughs> you are such a disciplined marketer and uh, it's not because I need it, but it's because um, in order for me to become a better leader, I must be very disciplined. Like many others, Amy Clark, Associate Media Director and Paid Social at Good Apple, faced stressful situations at work, and in time, she developed the art of stress management. Sure. Um, I think that one skill that I've, that I've struggled the most to develop, um, and I mean, I touched on organization. I think <laughs> yeah. that's been huge, and I've made so many leaps and bounds there, and I've, I mean, again, that's... Uh, how far my the social practice has come is sort of a testament to that because it wouldn't have happened. Um, the growth that we've seen wouldn't have been made possible without, you know, uh, organization and uh, yeah, and a plan, a plan, a roadmap. So that's been super uh, key for me. I think something that happened earlier on that was a kind of a skill that was that I struggled to develop, and I think it's really, really common in the advertising industry, is stress management and prioritization. Oh, yeah. um, I think in a client, yeah, right? Like I think in a client-focused industry, um, especially when you're coming to learn what really for many people, if you're coming in entry level, it's like a whole entirely, it's a new language. You're learning a new language. Media has its own language. Um, and it's not like, it's not a walk in the park to get everything down and you're never really there. You've never really learned it all or grasped it all. But I think when um, you're working in a client services uh, business, it's easy to feel like the world is ending or like this needs to be done now, that needs to be done now, everything needs to be done now. And uh, but I think the biggest realization that I came to pretty early on was like, nobody's dying. Um, <laughs> while marketing definitely drives like a, a big impact can drive a meaningful impact in people have a meaningful impact in people's lives like we're not saving lives I'm not a doctor in the ER like it's going to be okay um, and I think the, once I came to realize that I've actually been told recently by one of my colleagues wow you're like really calm in stressful situations mm -hmm. and I'm like that's because like you know I, I, ha I know like I have a strong sense of reality strong grasp on reality I know that um, while I take my work super seriously, it's 
to nobody's benefit to be freaking out and responding with stress. So um, that has been a really useful um, tool in my toolbox is like stress management. And it didn't come easy to me at first. Wanted to end this episode in an inspirational bone. So here's a perspective of journey versus destination from Brandon Cook, Global Chief Communication Officer at FCB. Well, I, I mean, I, listen, I, I would be, a, I guess I would be a perfect robot if I didn't have flaws. I was always constantly, I, you know, we, 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 we say at FCB, we're never finished. And it's, you know, that's kind of our mantra, our, our mm. motto. And I love it in a lot, in a lot of ways um, because, you know, it's always about growing. It's always about learning from mistakes. It's always about, you know, taking on um, uh, new, learning new things and taking on new challenges and, and how that helps you develop. And I, and I think the day, you know, I think someone said this before, that the day you stop learning is the day you might as well go ahead and lay down um, uh, to die. Because I, I think if you're not always think finding something to learn, it's such a vast world. And there's, we only get one little slice of it for a finite amount of time. Um, if you're not always finding something new to learn about and be curious about, then um, I, that's, that's a sad place, I think, um, to be. So I, I hope that I'm, I hope I'm always improving on something, always finding new ways to, um, to, to be a better human being. But I would say, you know, one of the things I, I struggled with, I think, early on, especially, was this need to always, I think when you're, when you're first coming out and you feel like you have to prove yourself, you always have to do everything the, the perfect way, and you're trying to climb the ladder up to promotions and impress your bosses, and you're, you're in this constant need to, you know, put, put elbows out there and, and say, hey, I'm the star, here I am. Um, and I think then, as you do find success, you realize that um, it's not about doing that. That actually, what's much more rewarding is when you can help other people come along with you, and when you can help, and especially as you start to become a, a you know leader and start developing your leadership style, um, you realize that you know that there's some real real challenges to 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 always throwing those elbows and always trying to to make sure the spotlight's on you. Is that you know a, it gets to be incredibly lonely, and B, you know, you end up making a lot of enemies along the way, and you're probably not tackling challenges in the most, uh, you know, collaborative and the most beneficial way for the end product. Um, and so I think that was one of the things I had to learn early on was like, you know, it's it's as much about the journey as it is about the destination, and you know, and who you can bring along in that journey it can, can be so much re more rewarding, not only to the project itself, but to you and who you become and who you develop into as a leader. And, um, and so I think that's, one of, that's probably one of the greatest things I had, to, I had to learn early on. I think the other thing I would say is um, not being afraid to be vulnerable. Um, and I think that, you know, there was a lot of times where I felt like you had to, you know, there, and there's certain companies that perpetuate this culture, right? I mean, um, if you look in like the financial services industry and banking, you know, you can, you're net, you're never, you're supposed to always look invincible. You're not <laughs> very right. alpha male type, you know, mentality. And yeah. I think that was, I think that was, that pervaded, I think in a, in a lot of agencies, especially a lot of the big, you know, big um, uh, global agencies, there was kind of this macho male dominated, <laughs> you know, aspect of, I can't show, I can't show vulnerability. And I, I've got to be this fearless person. And even when I'm wrong, I'm going to, dig my heels in and, and, and show why I was right, you know? And, um, and so I think, I think 
you know, to be fair, I think a lot of agencies that's, that culture's changed with a lot of the developments that have happened in just, you know, and, and, and the wider world of culture at, at large. Um, you know, things like Me Too and, and some of the other movements that have been happening, I think have really changed that, um, that us putting that culture on a vaulted, um, in a vaulted place. And I think now we're seeing the fractures and the challenges that something like that, a culture like that can, can create. And so now you're starting to see it be okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to say, hey, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about that. Or, you know what, I was wrong there. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, um, you know, it's interesting, we, this world we live in now, especially the, poli- with the politics here in the U.S. right now, you know, there's so much of a fear of admitting you're wrong or that you changed your mind. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's human nature. Like, we learn, we have different experiences that, that give us new perspective. And I think one of the dumbest things we can do is we continue to go, oh, no, we we're always right. And I, in my perspective, I was always right from the very beginning, and I never changed. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why we, we, we make that be such a, um, such a negative thing sometimes where people grow and find new perspective and, and evolve their thinking. Um, you know, uh, I think that's, that's something we need to put more value on, like getting new perspective, growing your, your or evolving your thinking um, in, in new ways. I think that should be something we always encourage people to do, especially leaders, especially leaders. That's all for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed remembering the struggles that even the greatest marketers faced during their careers. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, we have new episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe to People of Marketing on your favorite podcast app. And till next time.